0: You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio.
1: Check it. you fucking with an iron empire. Harder than shells from a piece when I
0: fire. Harder than hell Feel the heat through the wire. PJ, we're back. Show number 15 and we're doing this one again early this week. Or really early today. As uh, tomorrow morning... Bright and early, we both leave for Columbus, Ohio and the Arnold Sports Festival.
2: Um, perfect timing. I am very sick.
0: Yeah, I can, uh, I can tell. We, uh, we talked a little bit before this, and you sound very ill. It, it, it's unusual because I don't remember you getting sick so much, but lately it seems like uh, every week it seems like you're sick for at least a few days.
2: I feel like I've been sick since I moved to California. I don't know It's this fucking dirty air out here.
0: Maybe you're just allergic to uh, California.
2: I, I might be allergic to California. I've had this like upper respiratory thing now, and uh, I'll tell you today, I'm convinced that I broke the record for sneezing. Uh, if there's a Guinness Book of World Records record for sneezing in one day, which there might be, because there's actually a record for a retard running through plates of glass. Uh. So I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if there's one for sneezing. Um, I might be close to it. This morning, Amber was like, what the hell? I swear I sneezed like it was like a machine gun of sneezes. It wouldn't stop. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I'm kind of nervous to be around uh, Darielle because I don't want uh, the baby to get my sneezing sickness. So I might have to stay away from her.
0: Just stay on the other side of the room or whatever. You you know... uh I'll just i uh, I'll give you a hug but when like I see her, I'll just give her like a head and head or, or something. Yeah, she if she doesn't hear the show, that would be funny if you like purposely avoid touching her and she has no idea why. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're
0: like, I don't want to catch that that pregnancy you got.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just keep avoiding her, like she'll come oh. try to give you a hug and be like, uh, uh 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 Please don't. No.
2: Well, I was just I was just sick in the beginning of February I had to go on antibiotics for the first time in a while. Uh, it was like a sinus thing, and now I seem to have some other sinus thing. This it, it, is different than what I had last time. It's a crazy runny nose, and it's just annoying uh, and sneezing. So I don't know if it's allergies, but I'm I'm, a, I'm taking Zycam and um, uh, Sudafed. But
0: uh, I don't know. I guess I just need a break. I'm going to do it for you, PJ. This is this is what I'm going to do. This is a typical PJ Braun move. Uh, except he would be doing it to me usually now you would normally go like, I hope you all listening really appreciate that. I'm doing the show right now because I'm very sick and I (laughs) I don't really want to do it, but because, you know, I promised Aaron and I know you all want to hear it. I'm going to do this show for you, but you know, it took, it's taking a lot just so you know. Yes. Yes. That's the typical PJ Braun, Jewish guilt trip, except he's not Jewish. Jewish Um, well, PJ, uh, I guess the big announcement, well, I guess we got two big announcements. Um, one related to the show and one related to me personally. Um, okay. You won't, I guess we should say my, my big announcement. If you probably, everybody already knows, but I am officially engaged to the beautiful Dariel Gaines. And, beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty big, pretty big. I got to tell you, PJ, uh, I was, uh, you know, I got a lot of, it was really nice. Actually. I got a lot of messages. Through Facebook, And I got a lot of phone calls and text messages from, from people throughout the industry and friends I've made and oh, even old friends, high school friends even. And um, it really made me think how lucky I, I am and how much my life has changed in a short period of time. You know, five years ago, I was you know basically still on drugs. Uh, four years ago, I was doing the show with Carl Lenore and I wasn't really involved in the industry except on the very periphery. And then, you know, two years ago, I got involved with Dave, and uh, less than a year ago, I met Dariel, and now I got a baby on the way, and uh, doing this show with you, and I'm engaged.
2: You know, it's it's uh, pretty impressive, from uh, the time that I've met you till now, how far you've come as a uh, person, as a businessman, and, and relationships romantically, you, you, you've... Uh, Really, uh, transformed probably more than anybody I, I know. I
0: would have to say wow, that's pretty cool. I mean that that really I really appreciate that, and and um, that's it. Just goes to show, you know, people always say anything's possible, and you know that's cliche. But when I look at myself and where I've been, and uh, you know, I don't I haven't went into all the details about how bad I was, but I was as bad off as anybody. You know, I, at, at one point FEMA provided me an apartment when I moved from Houston, and I literally. Had no electricity, was surviving off peanut butter and jelly, and uh, I was paying, you know, I had no bills. Also, that I could buy heroin every day, you know. So it's, it is pretty, when I think back to those times with the roaches in the apartment and the shit everywhere, and it was just like a, a bad situation no electricity, no air conditioning. And uh, from that to now, it's, it's pretty mind blowing.
2: Yeah, pretty amazing. I still don't like you that much, but it's a pretty damn amazing <laughs> pretty damn amazing <laughs> you
0: gave me you gave me a wonderful compliment pj the nice thing you ever said to me you wrote on facebook that knowing me and darielle it makes it hard for you to hate jewish people
2: it do- it really does <laughs> uh more so because of darielle than you but since you're her partner i have to fact- factor that in but uh right you guys do make it tough you make it pretty tough
0: well thank you that that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me pj
2: um,
0: our other big news you break the well, other big oh. news
2: I, I, I've told you this, few this before, but for for a lot of our listeners that don't know, if they don't remember, um, actually, I mentioned once that my mother worked for United Jewish Center right. uh, for a few years uh, when I was young. So I was around uh, like rabbis and all kinds of Jewish, uh, like like uh, bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and stuff all the time on the weekends as a kid. So I, I have uh, a little bit of Jew in me. That's where a lot of these jokes come from for the people that don't understand uh, my hatred.
0: <laughs> you uh you picked up some good money skills too you became quite a businessman uh you said you're not just because that i know your grandfather um was is a good businessman and was good with money and somehow you got a little bit from the jews at the uh at the center there and you got a little from your grandpa and you came out like 75 percent jew on that on that front at least
2: i did i, I did and my grandpa was cheaper than any of those jews so uh, <laughs> I, I i i came out on top um
0: the big show news i'm very happy to announce is we have an actually, it's an interesting story again here, PJ on the last show, me and you just happened to mention that we would be interested in trying some peptides because, you know, we would wanted to do research on some peptides, um, because we, me and you had, have very little experience with it out of the blue. We get an email and what does it say, PJ?
2: Well, um, said that a certain peptide company, uh, was fond of our show, and um, they'd like to discuss advertising on our show um, because they know that 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 we uh, fancy ourselves uh, research scientists. <laughs> uh, who better to have research their products than P G Braun and Aaron Singerman? Exactly. I mean,
0: I got a, I got a kangaroo out back that I'm looking for my animal to put on about 15 to 20 pounds of lean muscle. So uh, you know. This kangaroo, I want him to jump like a motherfucker. Sorry, Isaac. So this was, <laughs> this was a perfect uh, synergy between us and ErgoPep. That's the name of the company if you don't know, and now you do. And uh, we talked to uh, Kyle Witherspoon, the uh, media guy, uh, marketing guy over there. And this is actually IFBB Pro Phil Hernan's company. So you know these two guys know about research.
2: And... um what we are saying right now is is pretty much verbatim uh, what they said to us when they when they reached out to us. Um, so that's how real we keep it on Iron Empire Radio, uh, all the way down to the kangaroo.
3: Yep, yep. Um,
2: Kyle Witherspoon is a national level bodybuilder as well. So these guys are no slouches. Uh, they know products. And they know what works. Uh, Phil Herning was a, was a very good uh, bodybuilder in his competitive days. Um, so these guys are uh, you know serious. Uh, serious bodybuilders backing these products, so that's how you know uh, this isn't no joke. This isn't some guy just making some stuff, throwing some stuff together in a lab somewhere.
0: Yeah, and uh, talking to him, uh, Kyle, the research they've done with all these different peptides has been pretty dramatic. Now, you know, I don't, I, I personally don't know that much about the stuff. So we have got some care packages on the way to us to start our own research, and we will be reporting. How uh, our research is going and how big our kangaroos get, what kind of muscular gains they get, strength gains, fat loss, so you know I'm doing all the kangaroos in, in the spirit of Australia. As you know I'm going to Australia in two weeks, so I've been I've been checking yeah, out. Yeah. Sam,
2: I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh
0: you got to go to what, uh Puerto Rico or something. I get to go to Australia. It seems strange. <laughs>
2: Costa Rica. The worst Costa Rica trip ever. You get to go to Australia. Yeah.
0: Right? Um so I've been doing a lot of research on Australia, so kangaroos are interesting, and I hope to meet some. And um, mine in the backyard is going to get very big in the process. So that's pretty uh, exciting. Kangaroo
2: will be will be a slam dunking basketballs most likely by
0: the end of it. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm hoping if Kyle's right on, you know, I'm pretty sure we're we're looking at a very big kangaroo, very aggressive, big monster kangaroo. <clears throat> good
2: times.
0: So, are you excited about the Arnold or what?
2: I am excited about the Arnold. I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out by my sickness right now. Um, I don't want to be sick at the Arnold because it's like a giant cesspool, germs, and everything else in that place. But um, hopefully I don't come home with mono or pneumonia. Um, but uh, outside of, of my sickness, I am, yes, very excited.
0: Um, you know, Jessica Dunn. One of our—it's very nice to know that we have attractive female listeners, and Jessica Dunn is one of them. Speaking speak, before I even get to her question, because she has an Arnold-related question. Do you know if Jessica is uh, single? Uh,
2: yeah. Have you actually gone and, and looked through her pictures
0: before? No, but I, I've seen her. I mean, I've seen the ones on uh, her profile, and I have seen one that was on her page recently that she's in shape. I was thinking we should do a dating game because she loves the show. That I means she's got a good sense of humor. We certainly have a lot of guy listeners that are bodybuilders. I bet we could hook her up.
2: Yeah, I'd be worried for her, though, because, you know, she's a very good-looking girl, and, you know, we'd have to make sure that we don't get any creepers coming after her. Well,
0: we would We would do our research, of course. We would get three yeah, perspectives. we get three perspectives.
2: Through, through her pictures, she's pretty impressive.
0: I will. Now that you say that, I will go I, check. I've
2: actually, I've actually seen her in, in person uh, before anyway, uh, so I know, you know, from for, for real life, but um, she's uh, uh, her structure is is impressive. Like she's just put together. Like she's just um, really uh, just perhaps maybe borderline too developed for for figure. I think she would probably kick ass in women's physique. Although I know she competes in, in figure, um, but she's impressive. You know, she's she's not one of these little. You know, I just started working out and I think I'm going to be a competitor type girl. This girl, you can tell, bosses her ass. She looks really good.
0: Well, so you, what you're saying is you appreciate her form.
2: Without a doubt, I appreciate it. Well,
0: I think that we could do, a, Jessica, a real service because we have a lot of guys we could kind of figure out, get together three potential, you know, bachelors that could, uh, we could do like a dating game. I, I think that could be a really uh, interesting idea. What do you think?
2: I think that's a great idea. I really think we need to do that for a future show. I think it'll be hilarious. Um we'll have to see if she's okay with it. I'm sure we can get the guys to be okay with it. Oh, we yeah. have some good looking guy listeners. Out absolutely,
0: there. absolutely. Um,
2: so I this this could be good match matchmaking here.
0: I think it's a good idea. Well anyway, her question, we got really sidetracked. Uh, I should never have said attractive female and you would have I could have said this to somebody else and you would never have commented anything, but she'll she wants to know First of all, she asked, this is like a side question. Who do we think will be the top three in figure? But first, we're going to answer the more interesting question. We'll go back to that one. Who is going to hook up with who at the Arnold? And I don't know. I'm not going to... Obviously, it's tough to say. I'm not going to say specifically because I don't know who's going to hook up with who. But it is interesting to note that if you were single or if I were single, that would certainly be on the agenda for the Arnold because that is what people do at the Arnold. It's like... You know, you get together with these like-minded people, and you go to the Arnold. There's a lot of attractive women there that are into the industry, and uh, everybody's away from home. And you know how it is when you're away from home, you know, and you're single. You know, you might do stuff or some, you know, do something you might not normally do. And I think that's the same goes yeah. for girls and guys. So a lot of things happen at the Arnold. Do you have any stories that you know of anybody? Not you, because I know you, you got Arnold plenty for you. Is
2: like is like hedonism. Yeah, it it's is. Like- bodybuilder hedonism. Even more. Um,
0: Even more than the Olympia, because you're in one place basically. The Olympia people go everywhere. Yeah. Um it's a
2: it's a festival of sex. Uh that's what they should call it. They should change the name to the Arnold Classic Festival of Sex.
0: Or Arnold the Arnold Sex Festival.
2: The Arnold Sex Festival. (laughs) I'll tell you an awesome story. I'd love to say all the names um but that would cause problems of course. Uh, but I'll tell you an awesome story from a couple years ago from um, a certain somebody who's uh, used to work for Species. Um,
0: no more details, please. Yeah. That's enough of the details. No more No more details than that? No more. I mean, no more details on the identities of the people. Okay. Don't, don't get me uh, in trouble. Or are you in trouble?
2: Yes. A certain somebody who used to work for Species uh, uh, was working the booth with me and managed to, in one weekend, have sex with a professional figure competitor, an IFBB figure competitor, uh, a a budding uh, IFBB um, female bodybuilder who uh, had a tremendous following, beautiful, beautiful girl, uh, and a um, bikini competitor who was also beautiful, all, all beautiful girls, managed to do all three of them in one weekend, and not get caught. Um, And I I, I have to tell you, uh, I was truly impressed. I was like, the force is strong with that boy. Um, (laughs) He actually, I think, did later on get caught after he went home, which is like not a big deal because you're not there anymore. Um, But uh, that was one of the most impressive uh, feats of hooking up that I have ever seen in my life. Uh, And there's tons of that that goes on. Uh, people running around in different hotel rooms. you know you have all these sex driven fit beautiful people running all over the place, lots of single people, lots of uh, um, uh, <laughs> lots of temptation uh, put out there. Um, so a lot of craziness goes down.
0: okay, um, yeah that's definitely the truth. Top three at the uh, figure at the, at the Arnold. you want to go first or want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, I'm going to make it. I'm going to, because we're doing the, I mean, I'm going to throw out. Well, obviously the top two are pretty obvious. No, I'm not. I'm saying no. I disagree. I'm going to say Nicole Wilkins Lee will win. Okay. Mm -hmm. Second place, I think, is going to be a surprise. I'm saying Candace Keene beats Aaron Stern. Aaron Stern comes in third. Big shocker. Wow. Big shocker.
2: Interesting. Very interesting.
0: Now's the time where you say who you think.
2: Well, I think that first place uh, will most likely be Nicole Wilkins. Um, I, I, uh, you never know. Uh, it, it could be Aaron Stern, but it will most likely be Nicole Wilkins, and then I think Aaron Stern will be second, and I think that Candace Keene will most likely be third.
0: Right. Okay. That 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 would be the way that... It should It should go by the rankings or the last few shows last year. you know that, that would be the, that would make the most sense.
2: I think what would be more interesting than this conversation would be who's going to be fourth and fifth because that's where a lot of discrepancy can come into play. I think we all know that, that those at least two girls, uh, Aaron Stern and Nicole Wilkins, will definitely be in the top three. and, and I, I would definitely put uh, Candace Keane up there as well as you have her second. So who who would be fourth and fifth? Because there's a lot of other good girls out there.
0: Um, well, I think that um, that um, Ava Cow- Cowan will be uh, fourth probably. Um, yeah, that's my pick for fourth, and and then fifth is really up in the air. That that's where you, fifth those places around there fifth, sixth, seventh those are all could could switch around any which way. You have a, a pick for sixth for fifth. Mm, it's
2: tough. It's tough. I mean. It depends, you know they always go for um uh a different look it seems in that like fourth fifth place spot there's always that one look that you're like huh you know that that looks good but it just kind of doesn't fit i i do think that Ava Cowan will be in the top five um uh who is the uh tall black girl teresa teresa
0: anthony she could be uh, she could be up there uh she could Three be fifth.
2: Maybe up there. uh Jen Strobo maybe up there. Uh, they might
0: Alicia they might. Harris surprised the hell out of me getting six last year at the Olympia, so you never know. Maybe she'll move up one and keep moving forward.
2: Uh, and you know, they, they could even stick um somebody like um Felicia Romero up there, somebody little. You know, mm. they may stick their little token little cute girl up in there, you know. So uh you, you never know with those fifth, fifth, sixth place spots. But I do think that Ava Cohen will be a lock. Um, for that third or fourth place spot as well. I'm a big fan of her physique. I like the, the amount of muscle she carries, even though she's toned it down a little bit. All
0: um, right, let's 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 move I off the it, figure girls. We, we talked too much. We, we, Jessica, Jessica's, got, Jessica's got all her information now.
2: Okay, <laughs> she's done a lot of information. We'll cut it off
0: now. Let's go to Mitch, uh, Mitch Muscle Mitch. Muscle Mitch muscle Barber. Mitch. Yeah, he, uh, he wants some gay for pay stories from us. But first, let's talk about who the hell is Isaac Hines? And um, that or he, they're basically saying who the hell is Isaac? Because we say sorry, Isaac a lot. And you know, as we pick up new listeners, I've received a bunch of emails being like, "Why do you guys keep saying stuff is gay?" Or like, well, "Who is Isaac?" Um, or the almost every week I get um, explain so many fucking pros and have PJ tell his best guest posing stories uh, or best guest posing with Evan Setapani story. Those two are too long. We need to dedicate twenty minutes to either one of those. So. Um, yeah, yeah. you gotta be in the right mood for so many fucking pros. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, you gotta be in the right mood. If you're going
2: to break out so many fucking pros, um, you know, you gotta be in the right fucking mood for so many fucking pros. Right. Sorry, Isaac.
0: Yeah. Isaac Hines is, um, is a very popular photographer. I guess that's where he got himself started. He shoots for bodybuilding.com and flex magazine. And he's done stuff with muscle and fitness hers. He runs and owns hardbody.com. And, uh, you can also find him on Twitter muscle phone. He's, Constantly making snippy comments and criticizing people and basically complaining on muscle phone at, at all times and all hours on Twitter, which is, which is entertaining. And, uh, that's Isaac Hines basically for you. We apologize to Isaac Hines for a reason because he listened to the first show. I don't think he's listened to any show since then. And he, his critique, I said, how did you like it? And he said, way too much cursing. He said, way too much cursing. There's no need for all that cursing. So that's, uh, that's the, uh, I guess the genesis of the whole, Isaac Hines thing.
2: Yes. Rather than uh, removing the cursing, we just simply, we apologize to Isaac for instance about it.
0: Right. Absolutely. Um, but we love Isaac. We do. We do. We do. Um, you know what? Instead of the gay for pay story, we're going to break out uh, a story that I love. Because I told you the, by the way, people have loved the, um, me calling the girl the ugly fat cunt. And uh, the sex story, that's been like, I've received so many emails and tweets about that. We, you have an equally good story that's equally embarrassing and um, also kind of pathetic. So um, I would love for you to tell the story about the disaster meeting the girl uh, on Facebook.
2: Okay, now at this point in the show, uh, Amber, this is where you fast forward like 10, 15 minutes, okay, babe? We're going to go, tell Amber, oh.
0: we're going to fast forward straight through the commercial. We'll go right to the commercial break is over.
2: Okay, yes, yeah. babe, babe, I want you to fast forward the commercials. I'm not proud of this one.
0: Don't listen, Um, Amber, don't, don't listen, you don't want to. Yeah,
2: all right, so, um, man, so I had just broken up with um, my ex, who I was with for five years, Um, lived together for four years, it was a very serious relationship, Uh, we are going to get married, and we had a a, a very, um, like, devastating breakup, as you know, I was very depressed, and the first thing that I did um, you know, when we broke we up, we should say,
0: we should say PJ, you should give a uh, caveat. You were, um, you were totally faithful to her for those all five years.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, I adored her and, uh, we, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, um, the, the industry kind of, uh, ca- caused a stress on our relationship. She didn't like uh, the traveling and, uh, the girls and the sweaty girls that I'd be around, which I think a lot of girls would have a problem with that. Um, but what would cause a lot of issues was that, um, she would give me such a hard time about everything and I truly wasn't doing anything. So it used to really frustrate me. If you're getting cheated like a dirt bag when you're being so faithful to somebody, it, it really, uh, it really hurts you. And then after a while, um, you know, we just started fighting too much and, and we had a really sad breakup and, uh, in my depression, I just started to uh, reach out to girls on Facebook. Um, I had realized that, that my friends were really hooking up on Facebook. Facebook was like the, the youngpersonsmash.com. So I decided I, at night, I would spend my nights just, just uh, kicking it to girls on Facebook. And I was talking to this girl one night on Facebook who, her profile picture um, was just her face. And her cleavage, which which she had monstrous boobs in the picture.
0: And you're a boob man. You're definitely a boob man. I am a
2: boob man. Many people know I am a boob man. I love big boobs. Bigger the better. Um, And, uh, you know, so I'm looking at her boobs, and she's cute. And she just starts talking dirty to me right away. And so I was like, oh, you want to play hardball? I'll play hardball with you, dirty little girl. And I start talking dirty back to her. And we find out that she lives like 10 minutes away from me. So this chick's talking like she wants me to fuck her and all this stuff, sorry, Isaac. And I'm like, listen, bitch, I'll come to your house and fuck you right now. You're 10 minutes away. I'll get right in my car right now. It's 11 o'clock, it's not too late. I don't have to be at work until nine tomorrow. I'll come there right now if you want to talk a big game to me. And so she gave me her address and she was like, come right now. Oh my God, come. So I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, oh, this is my first night trying this shit out. I'm a newly single man, been with the same girl for five years. I'm ready to fucking, you know, spread my wings and fly. So I fucking sorry, Isaac, hop out of my house. I I get her address. I Google it. Uh this was before I had uh navigation in my car. So I had uh my little uh <laughs> my little um Google that I printed out of, of her. <laughs> 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 I map-quested her I map quested her. I map quested my little dirty Excapade that I was going to do, <laughs> and I, um, I shot over to her house, right, and in my head, I'm thinking, huge boobs, face is pretty cute, she's a dirty, dirty little girl, this is going to be a good time. Uh, I, 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 I parked my car, and I'm walking to the front door, and right as I'm getting to the front door, she opens the door, um, and the woman that opened the door was not any, anywhere close so the girl that I was talking to in the little the little square that was popping up on my IM on Facebook. The girl was I, I I I actually don't want I don't want to under shoot her body weight because I actually know somebody that knows her and when I guessed her weight he he actually guessed it to be a, a solid 30 or 40 pounds more, more than that. Wow. <laughs> Um, so I am going to say that this girl, first of all, she's taller. So the weight is going to be a little bigger. The girl opens the door and she's about my height. She's a big girl. And I'm going to say she was 215 to 225 pounds.
1: Wow.
0: So uh,
2: my friend, my friend uh, thinks 250. Wow. Uh, which for a girl, which for a girl is a lot.
0: <laughs> Two um, 220 is a lot for a girl, PJ.
2: Well, I mean, now. Uh, now, you know, a lot of people that don't know, my ex was, was built, uh, you know, like a like a, 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 a professional uh, figure competitor. She's actually taken uh, top five uh, in not in pro-qualifying shows uh, and was always – she stayed in cheap year-round. So now to go from that transition of somebody that was, you know, like had a six-pack year-round to what I was seeing in front of me was truly frightening. And I, I was at a crossroads. I was at a position where I had to decide in my head, do I turn around right now and just run back to my car? Which would truly be, be probably like humiliating for the girl, you know, which is truly mean. Or do I just suck this up and kind of just go with it since I'm already here and, and just, see, just see what happens?
0: Do you save so, yourself or do you take one for the for the big girl?
2: Yeah, and now I didn't really have that much time to think about it because the girl grabbed me. She bear-hugged me and just started aggressively kissing me on her front porch. But the kisses were actually horrible. They were hor- she was just smashing her fat face into mine.
3: <laughs>
2: I was, like, disgusted. I actually didn't even want anybody to see. So I was like, all right, go inside, go inside. You get <laughs> so, so I pushed her into her house, and uh, we walked down into into this, like, cellar, this, like, basement. And it was like it it, it, it was like the fu- fucking sorry Isaac it was like the basement from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where like there's all like the body parts and shit like that,
3: like,
2: <laughs> like it's really sketchy sketchy room, uh, and there's like all these dogs you know those little hot dog wiener dogs the yeah um, and she had like twelve of them and they were all attacking me, and I was like why why do you have so many dogs <laughs>
3: sorry
2: about like brownie and nothing had sex and then they had all the babies and she couldn't get rid of them and i was like are are they gonna like be here like this the whole time and it was like ridiculous um and she like took them all and like put them in this pen Uh, and she was like all excited that i was there and i didn't know what to do dude were the little dogs
0: barking also the whole time
2: yeah yapping and barking and jumping around and just like like like, judging me (laughs) Um, so it was like
0: chaos inside her house basically
2: Oh, dude, it was scary and weird and she was so big. I, her size kept on like like setting into me more and more as time was going by. just the sheer size of her. Um, so she uh she starts to, to, to uh to take off my shirt, right? And I'm just like I'm just like, all right, screw it. I'm just gonna try to do this shit, right?
3: Wow.
2: So I, I take off my shirt, you know, and I'm in good shape, whatever. And she's like, Oh my god, I've never been with somebody like you before and I'm like yeah, I've never been with somebody like you.
3: <laughs>
2: and uh I start to like take off uh her her like moo that she was wearing. And um her boobs were so big. Just giant fat girl boobs. They had to weigh like twenty pounds each. Did you like and them? They're laughing when they fell out. They were like basketballs. And she was like, Why are you laughing? And, and I was like, I was like, Those, your boobs are, are so big. That I've actually never seen boobs like this big in real life. And she's like, do you like them? Like flopping them around and shit. So I'm just like, Ugh. I'm just like, get on the bed. I was like, I was like, actually like talking down to her. I was like, just get on the fucking bed. And she's like, ooh, you want to just get right into it, huh? And in my head I'm like, yeah, bitch, I want to get this shit over with. <laughs> so I'm like, I throw her down in front of me and I look at her and, and I, I can't do it. I can't do it, right? So, she's like, "Hold on," and she reaches into this drawer. Right? This is this is this is creepy. She opens up this drawer, and there's like thirty different kinds of condoms in the drawer. <laughs> Why does she have so many different kinds of condoms? Like, what goes on with this fat girl in this cellar? That kind of freaked me out too.
3: <laughs>
2: a condom, and she's like, "Put this on," and I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, I haven't used a condom in five years. I'm a seeing girl for five years. You know what I mean?
0: And she was hot.
2: I broke the first girl, the first condom, trying to put it on, right? I'm all pissed. I don't even want to be there. I'm like, give me another fucking condom. I'm like being mean to her. Um, and uh, I honestly, I, I couldn't get hard. I was so grossed out. So what I wanted to do was was flip her over. I was like, you know what? Roll over. Bangy you doggy style. And so I could just think of something else and not have to look at her. Um, and uh, what, what, I, what I was doing, I was just trying to visualize other things. I was kind of like crying. Uh, a little bit to myself, um, and actually, this is—I I, swear—I'm not trying to be funny right now. This is actually true. I was looking around her room, and I saw a football um, that was autographed by Joe Namath. And I said, "Hey, is that an autographed Joe Namath football right there?" And she goes, "Yeah, why?" And I was like, oh, "I'm a diehard Jets fan. That's that's pretty fucking awesome." And she was like, yeah. She's like, I'm a big, big Jets fan, Joe Namath fan too. And uh, I actually started to get kind of hard from the Joe Namath football. Uh, <laughs> I'm not making, I'm not making that up. And I, I actually in my head was thinking, I'm going to steal that football before I leave here. <laughs>
3: um,
2: so anyway, that did enough for me to actually get myself going, and I and I started to do it, and it was just, uh, and then she was like, it's my turn, and kind of like, like. Jiu jitsu maneuvered me down and pinned me to the point she was so big I couldn't get my arms even halfway around her. And it was just everything was just oozing into my face and shit and I couldn't breathe. And I knew that I was going to lose my heart on, which would have been totally embarrassing, right? Like I can't even bang this fat girl. Like she's going to tell all her friends. So I did what anybody in my position I think would have done. Um, I actually faked an orgasm. Now I know girls fake orgasms all the time. Not with me, of course, but
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know too many guys that actually have had to fake an orgasm. Um, but I actually faked the fucking psoriatic orgasm so I could be done and 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 just get along with it. So I faked my orgasm. I was like, "Oh, that was so good." Whatever. Can I see? Can I use your bathroom? And I, and I ran into her bathroom, and I, I I was like crying a little bit in the mirror, like so ashamed of myself like, in the movies, like, looking at myself in the mirror, like, what did you do, you know? Like, what the fuck did you do? Like, where, what has your life gotten to? Like, a junkie, you know? Like, like just disgusted with myself, like, realizing where I was.
0: Right. Um, and now yeah. you're, now, if you paint the picture, you're in the bathroom, and you know she's out there, and she probably wants more. So you must have felt like... Yeah. Got a little nervous that you're... Because you don't want to be there anymore. Now she thinks you're done, so you have to figure out a way to get the fuck out of there.
2: Yeah, so I'm looking at... the the clock, right? I had gotten there at like eleven fifteen. It's only like eleven forty five. And in my head I was like, Bronster, you're out of here by midnight. You're not staying here. So I uh I compose myself and I come out of the bathroom and she's standing there with my belt like around her neck, trying to be like all like sexy with it. And um Naked? Yep. Oh yeah, I know. (laughs) And she's like, that was fun. She's like, ready for round two? And I'm like, no. And I kind of like reach over like kind of like nicely and take my belt away from her. And I was like, I got to get going, actually. And she's like, you just got here. I was like, no, I totally forgot. I have a lot of paperwork to do for work tomorrow. And she was like, paperwork? Aren't you a personal trainer? It says you're a personal trainer on your Facebook. And I was like, yes. But I have lots of paperwork to do for my clients that I have to get done tonight. And I look, look over, and one of the, like, 11 dogs was, like, eating one of my socks. And I had to, like, wrestle it away from the dog. And I'm, like, trying to put my clothes back on. And she was, like, rubbing me, like, no, stay. I'll make you some food. And I was, like, no, I definitely I, I have to get going. I'm really sorry. I have to get going. I had a great time. I have to get going. I literally, like, whipped my clothes on and, and sprinted out of her house. I ran away. Um, and I was so upset. Um, and I, I called my friend who's a chubby chaser. He loves fat girls. And I was telling him the whole story and, and he thought I was a pussy. He was like, you send that fat girl to me and I'll show her how to get loved the right way. And I was like, dude, you're sick.
3: <laughs> All right,
2: look, I'm, I'm, I'm going for like an anorexic girl because I got to even things out now because I'm so freaked out over that. It, it was really like whatever. And like, everybody's like, why didn't you just turn around and like run, run away when you saw her? You know, I wanted to see her, like, hey, you should update your profile picture on Facebook. You know, it's kind of like false advertising. Um, But, you know, you know me, like, I'm nice. Like, I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Like, so I, I don't want to, like, do, Like, run away. Like, imagine somebody looked at you that was coming over to have sex with you and saw you and ran away. Like, how you would feel. Like, I didn't want to be that that mean, you know. So I was like, I'll oh, just tough it out. It'll be a good story, I guess. Like, my friends will have fun with this, uh, which they have had fun
0: with for a while. You could have. You could. I but, mean, that's, I... That's what... What I would have done is I would have went in there and been nice and I would have said, listen, I went through a tough breakup recently. And now that I'm here with you, seeing you face to face and realizing what i was about to do, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I still love my ex-girlfriend. And I would have got out of there like that. But then again, you know, I'm, I'm very intelligent. And you decided just to pretend to fuck her or fuck her and then pretend to come.
2: You know what? I probably could have done that but I think I was just so shocked by her sheer size and everything else and like what I had done. And, you know, I I was thinking about like what my ex looked like and that I went from that to this, like what a step backwards it was. And like, just the whole, the whole thing, you know, the dungeon with the dogs and just, it was just so weird. You didn't have a
0: time chance to think.
2: Yeah. I was just overwhelmed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so and then I went on a tear I went on a freaking tear of hooking up with little skinny girls after that it was like a thing, it was like a psychological thing that I was like I have to go the complete opposite way now, which is kind of funny um, just for like a week or two and then I actually like a weirdo got into another long relationship uh, which doesn't need to be talked about right now um, probably like partly because I was so scared um, of what I, what, what I could do putting myself out there in the open with the scariness of Facebook
0: it's true, it's true. Well, PJ, let's do our shout-outs. That was a great story, and I appreciate that you don't mind humiliating yourself on the show. That That, that is a, a very good quality to have. I appreciate that.
2: Uh, yes, I don't mind letting people laugh at me. You know, it's funny why not laugh, you know? Uh, no. I'm not going to be running for uh, politics uh, anytime soon. No. So, um, you know, if this stuff wants to get dug up and thrown at me later on, so be it, but for now, we'll all laugh and have a good time at the giant monstrous girl. But hey, you know what, dude? I think some people could actually think, you know what, that PJ, he's a good dude. You know why? He gave that girl a little something that she's never going to get ever again. Yeah. And uh, just for a few minutes, just for a few minutes, that girl got a little taste of heaven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was amazing. You, you barely could even keep it up.
2: <laughs> um, and I didn't steal the football, by the way I didn't steal the Tony
0: in the football Oh, okay Yeah, I know you didn't That's good I guess that that is an important point, point to make That would negate all the good The positive feelings If people thought you took her football
2: It'd be funny if I like stole the football And like ran with it Like stiff-armed her Stiff-armed her, and yeah it. Like I'm
0: gonna take this football Now try to stop me
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: All right, uh, let's
3: do shout outs.
0: Do shout outs. Let's do them.
2: All right, shout out time. Um, I, I appreciate everybody putting the shout outs on the Iron Empire Radio page now. Uh, they need to actually like the page and get their friends to like the page, too. It is ridiculous that we have not cracked a thousand on the Iron Empire page. On Facebook. On Facebook. All right. on, on Facebook. I think, Aaron, that we need to change the picture. Uh, if anybody has suggestions for what Aaron and I should do in the picture, yeah. uh, here's something that I've learned um, before I do the shout-outs. On Facebook, when I put a picture of myself doing anything, regardless of how stupid it is, it'll get a 1,000 likes and, and 50, 60, 70 comments in 24 hours, right? Um, now, if I just say I'm doing something, people don't take the time to go and look at it. whatever reason so i think that our picture needs to to show us more because it's got me with the mask and you with your head on the skinny little body i don't know if people really realize that's us
0: yeah so what you're saying is we need to do we need to go the pj Braun method and do some kind of posing like flexing something in the picture
2: yes i was thinking like us like chippendales with like little bow ties and no shirts like standing like back (laughs) to back with our arms crossed
0: (laughs) All right, we'll do we'll do that. I'm down for anything if it can get us more uh, more listeners. Yes,
2: exactly.
0: We'll All definitely right. get a we'll get a lot more gay listeners like that.
2: Gay listeners are still listeners. They it's are a gay show.
0: absolutely. It is a gay show, and we we do not discriminate. We don't discriminate. Um, so no let me just say, I guess before we get to the shout-outs, because we keep we keep pushing this back, but um, we will be at the Arnold, and we will have something very special for our listeners and uh, fans of Iron Mag Labs products, which uh, both me and PJ are sponsored by, and the show is titled sponsored by, um, we will have t-shirts. And we won't even have t-shirts to sell. We will have t-shirts to give away. And uh, at the Arnold, you may think, but if you haven't been in a few years, everybody's giving away t-shirts. Well, think again. People don't give away t-shirts anymore. They give away supplement samples, but you're going to be very hard-pressed to get a high-quality t-shirt. This is a Jerry Beck design, and uh, we're going to be giving away about 100 of them. Pretty cool, good, right?
2: Good opportunity um, to get a badass t-shirt made by the man, Jerry Beck.
0: Yes. So we, um, PJ and I will be walking around all weekend. Uh, you can meet us for sure Thursday night from 6 to 7 at the Hyatt Bar. We'll have t-shirts there. Um, other than that, you can check out our Twitter. Uh, it'll be either Braun Fitness or at sign Aaron Singerman. We're going to have our alerts on so the phone will vibrate when we get a specific mention and we can kind of let you know where we're going to be or where we're at. And of course, if you see PJ or I will be wearing the iron empire shirt, i mean, at the iron empire, the iron mag labs t-shirt um, as much as possible. Um, so you'll be able to see us in the shirt. You can't really miss PJ or I. So come up to us. We'll give you a shirt. And um, the only thing is PJ, there is a, there is a small detail we have to mention. If you want a shirt, you must put on the shirt immediately. Right, yeah. That's only fair. Yeah, we're gonna give you, yeah. We're gonna give you the shirt. So if we're gonna give it to you, I think it's only fair that you put it on. I agree. Yeah. So you come get your shirt, put it on, and if you if you wouldn't mind, we'd like to take a picture of you either with us in the shirt or uh, if you prefer to be by yourself, we'll take a picture of that and we'll put that on the Iron uh, Mag Labs website and Facebook page.
2: No shirt unless you switch it up. We want to switcheroo for our shirt.
0: There are, there are some size small, too, or medium. So if you're a girl, PJ will have to take a picture of you with no shirt. I mean not with no shirt. With this Iron Mag Lab shirt on. So you'll have to switch it out for PJ. Yes. Okay. Um, so do the shout-outs. Let's do the commercial.
2: All right. Shout-out time. Keith Allen. Uh, Jessica Dunn, thank you for the question. Muscle Mitch. Daniel or Sia, who wants to be shouted out as Down Under Daniel. A little bit easier. Stacy Mitchell Gray, uh, Michael Joshua Castaneda, um, Justin Davis, Andrew Paul Kupnik, Jess McCutcheon, uh, Ben Grajeda, who, who wants us to shout out. I love when we get the uh, military guys listening to our show. Shout out to Providence, the Rhode Island Marines, who oh. home Afghanistan this month, December five. Shout out to all those guys, and thank you so much for all that you do for our country. Yep. Uh, Sean Christopher Lewis, uh, Benjamin Herring, uh, Patrick Barnes, our boy, very loyal listener, very uh, Greg Tuba, Asad Malik, uh, Chris Pitcher, um, Wes Anderson, uh, Josh Landry, uh, Jay Moles or Mules from from uh, Twitter, uh, Ian or Ian uh Hey, Decky, some of these names are a little tough. Swollen Monkey, that's an easy one. I, I frequently have a Swollen Monkey. <laughs> David Ho, and the man who I will never forget again, Stephen McKnight.
0: All right. Very nice, yeah. PJ. There it
2: goes. So I will not forget him anymore.
0: Um, all right. Uh, we're about to go to commercial break, but first, before we even run the commercials, please, if you support us, we don't charge anything for the show. So if you don't mind, go get good products from some of our sponsors, Iron Mag Labs, OrbitNutrition.com, that's Muscle Mitch's, OrbitNutrition.com, the best prices of supplements on the net, or our very new sponsor, Ergo P E P ergo P-E-P.com. PJ, here's the commercial break, and uh, even though we have three commercials now, we still have a song. So PJ, you pick the song, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Tonight's show is brought to you by ErgoPep Peptides. ErgoPep is the only research company ran by guys like you. Guys who share your passion and have achieved the goals you strive for every time you step foot into the gym. IFBB Pro Phil Hernan and his staff want to make your peptide research as easy as possible and encourage you to contact them with any questions you may have or help you may need at... Sales at, ergo sales at ergopep.com. That's sales at pep.com Or on their website at www.ergopep.com. Let Ergopep help you get your research started today. PJ and I don't just suggest you contact Ergopep, we do our own research with them as well. Ergopep.com. Orbit Nutrition carries over 1,000 of the hottest nutritional supplements, performance enhancers, and nutraceuticals on the planet. And now, Iron Empire Radio listeners get an additional 5% off their everyday low prices by using the coupon code IER5. That's I-E-R and the number 5. Choose products like Quest Protein Bars, iForce, Iron Mag Labs, and more. Check out Orbit's Daily Deals for special insane blowout prices. Log on to Orbit's Nutrition Forum and get feedback on the products you're interested in. Check out OrbitzNutrition.com and use the discount code ier five.
2: Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics, Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ-RX, Cytostain-RX, and E-Control-RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you Missing visit ironmaglabs.com for the most hardcore body police supplements. You're back now at the Jack Off Hour. This is
1: DJ EZ.
2: <gasps> oh, right now, something new
1: by the Snoop Doggy Dog. This one goes out on to the ladies from all the guys. A big bow wow wow. Cause we're gonna make it a little mystery here tonight. This is DJ Eason on the station that snaps you across your fat ass with a fat dick. When I met you last night, baby, before you opened up your gap, I had respect for your lady. Smoke, I get and loony. Bitch, you can't do me. Do we look like BBD? You hoochie groupie I have no love for hoes That's something that I learned in the past So how the fuck am I supposed to pay this hoe Just the latest hope. I know the pussy's minds. I'ma fuck a couple more times and then I'm through with it. There's nothing else to do with it. Pass it to the homie, now you hit it. Cause she ain't nothing but a bitch to me. And y'all know the bitches ain't shit to me. I give some fuck. Why don't y'all pay attention? I'll you with a different proposition. I'm corrupt, You'll never be my only one. Trick ass bitch. Yes, you do. Now, hoes recognized, niggas do too, cause when bitches get scandalous and pull a voodoo, what you gon' do, you really don't know, so I'd advise you not to trust that hoe. Silly of me to fall in love with a bitch, knowing damn well I'm too caught up with my grip. Now as the sun rotates and my game grows bigger, how many bitches wanna fuck this nigga named Snoop Doggy, I'm all the above, I'm too swift on my toes to get caught up with you hoes. But see, it ain't no fun if my homies can't get a taste of it, cause you know I don't love it. Woo! Now you know, inhale, exhale with my flow One for the money, two for the bitches Three to get ready and four to hit the switches in my Chevy Six for red to be exact With bitches on my side and bitches on my back So back up bitch because I'm struggling Just get on your knees and then start juggling These motherfucking nuts in your mouth It's me, Warren G, the nigga with the clout.
2: Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio. We have a very, very special guest on the show tonight. Probably the most special of all the special guests we've ever had. Uh, my my honorary sister that I'm still okay with seeing naked. <laughs> One and only, Ariel <laughs>
0: Gaines.
4: Thanks, PJ. That's a brother from another mother.
0: Yes. That's that's typical of PJ. Kind of, that's about as, as, as perverted as I'd expect from you, PJ. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Awesome right love. Awesome <laughs> love. Um well uh PJ obviously the big announcement we mentioned earlier in the show. Uh I am engaged. So uh I don't know, you we wanna... are engaged. Yeah, we are engaged, nice. I guess, yeah. We both are now. PJ, did you see the video that I made that me and Darriel made and put on the internet?
2: Of course I did. I loved it. I sold it to Amber. And I've actually known about uh, this happening for a while now. I've kept this a secret. I did a pretty good job, I think, keeping it a secret. So this is a big secret yeah. to uh, hold in. But, uh, you know, we tossed around. How long have you known? Some- How long have I known?
4: Yeah. A
2: couple weeks. We tossed around uh, some... Uh, Different uh ideas he had for a uh, proposals, some very funny ones. Uh you know, I I, uh, I expected him to uh get his creative juices flowing and I, I wanted him to do something uh, special as did he. Um, you know, we didn't want to do something stupid, like have him like stick it in your in your ice cream at like dinner or something and then have you like accidentally eat it and then be like, Oh, by the well, way, I- <laughs> Well I kept
4: telling him that was one thing I kept telling him I'm like do not stick it in my food whenever you propose cuz I would choke on it.
0: She um so, PJ um we we did PJ actually saw pictures of possible rings. He he got he was um, involved in the process quite a bit and we discussed uh, like you said different ways to propose and different possible scenarios and and he was actually one of the uh, he advised me unlike my parents, uh, as you know, Darielle, they were very anxious for me to, uh, to get this. So as soon as they found out that I bought a ring, they wanted me to do it like that day. As soon as it came in and PJ was smart and he advised me well and said, hold off until you have a good idea. Don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Good, good, uh, good
4: advice. Yes. Very good advice.
2: Right. Something like
4: that.
2: Yeah. No, you only get one shot to do it. And you, you want. Yeah, to- and you
4: know, it was meaningful, especially the way that he did it. I mean, that's, you know I, I never no one's ever heard of any i mean at least everyone i've talked to no one's ever heard of someone doing it like that and just to make it a part of something even more special going on with us well, um i love yeah, it no, that,
2: that was a really really good one I, I i haven't told my uh my parents yet my mom will get a kick out of that okay so
0: darielle we didn't talk about it earlier in the show before the commercial break so uh in case people haven't seen the video and they're just listening now and they don't have time for the video break it down like tell everybody what happened
4: Um, you know I'm the worst for telling stories. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what happened? We get to the doctor's appointment. I bitch, by the way, when we were going back, I didn't mention this on the video, but Aaron was sweating his ass off, and I could not believe you. I was like, I looked at a shirt, and it was drenched, so I didn't understand, but apparently he was, you know, nervous. Um, So we get in the back. (laughs) We, um, you know, I start the whole ultrasound deal, and she's rubbing it on my stomach, and we're watching the baby, and all of a sudden she starts writing um, on the because you can actually write on to the cause She can write on to the computer, um, so it shows up on the ultrasound. It says, will you marry? And she starts writing it, and um, I'm just, I mean, I, I don't even know what, what was going through my head. I mean, I I didn't hear proposing, proposing. Um, I didn't know what she was doing. So she finished it and said, will you marry my daddy and I was like, What the fuck? And I look over and he gets down on one knee and I just uh, complete shock and I, I didn't even know what to say. I mean I did know what to say but I was just I was so shocked and you know, he um he said how what did you say? I love you, you're amazing. I don't i said, um something and like, will you marry
0: me? Yeah, that's the gist of it. <laughs> I think I was
4: freaking out. I don't even remember I mean I was just I was yeah, so he asked me. I said yes. He struggled on which finger it goes on, and then you know. <laughs> and we <didn't. laughs> then we walked out of the room, and apparently the entire office knew what was going on. So we walked out, and all the nurses were you know running up to us, and so he scored a lot of points in that office. Yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's a good story. Did um, he try to put it on the wrong? He tried to put it on the wrong finger. He
4: didn't know what hand, what finger. He was so confused. <laughs> And then, you know what's funny is, you know, with all the stupid comments on, you know, YouTube, there's actually one guy who said my idea of what I told you, how instead of – because, you know, that wasn't the first one he had planned to do. I guess there was another one he had told me after. What were you going to do? The, the original, like scan it?
0: The original pa- plan was to –
4: No, no, no. You were going to, like, scan the ring. Yeah, or... that was
0: the original plan. So the original plan was for me to – and I actually went in that morning to organize it. I told Darielle I was going to the pharmacy, but I went in there and I took the um, ring and I met with the, um, the actual sonogram technician. And I said, this is what I want to do. If it's okay with you, I want to put it down like, you know, on her little station and use the little pad, the little thing that she scans the stomach with and scan the ring. And then the ring will show up on the screen because they have a big flat screen television right in front of Dariel, And that's where the, the mommy thing was the, will you marry my daddy thing was written. But instead I was hoping to show the ring. So you just see this circular, you know, metal object on there. And the woman would be like, uh, this has never happened before. This is uh, very unusual. And I would be like, let me see. And then I would take it and get that on one knee and do it. But uh, I think this actually turned out better than that.
4: Yeah. yeah
0: well, exactly. what I thought
4: would have been even more creative is while I was sleeping, you just, you know, stuck it at me. And then when she <laughs> stuck you it know, up, stuck you stuck me out, she kind of like scanned a ring. I was like, wow,
0: what's that? You don't think, you think if I, you think if. Hypothetically, of course, if I were to stick the ring up inside you while you were sleeping, do you think that you would notice something was wrong when you woke up in the morning, or you would not know?
4: I don't. I mean, I'm pregnant. I don't know what the hell's going on with my body. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm like, oh, just another mini and then, contraction. And so. then when we found
0: out that they did, the, they didn't actually go in through the vagina for the sonogram. And it was on your belly. It would just be stuck inside you indefinitely. Yeah,
4: yeah. It was just push it right up. <laughs> yeah, but it was no, it was. I mean, I couldn't even imagine a better proposal. That was everything, I, nothing I ever thought he would do, but definitely um, perfect, the perfect way. So, oh, was just happy. Good.
0: Good. PJ, she thought I would do it in front of, like, a big crowd of people.
4: I did. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's you. Like,
2: like like Dave Palermo style, like, at the Arnold, like, on, like, a stage, like, in, like after, like, uh... You know, like, a sweaty girl competition, like, between, like, a bench girls competition and a sweaty girl competition. I could have
0: done it, PJ, I could have done it at the Rockstar Bikini Contest, you know, Thursday, tomorrow night. <laughs> like, the, the girls will be doing, like, their, they'll be, like, switching from their bikinis to, like, their evening gowns. And I could, like, just, like, get up there in front of everybody and do it right then. That could have been something. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> they I was, the, was expecting too. a big
4: production like that, but... You know, I was I I'm happy. I I would have been happy either way. I mean, it would have been an awesome experience. I mean, a great story for the weekend if you had done it like that. But I mean, this just blows everything else away. It's just the fact that it was private and between us, and I mean, it involves you know our future child. So, uh,
2: know, one, one of my favorite uh, ones, not because I thought it was the uh, the way that he should go, um, but more or less because it was from his mom. And, you know his mom's so sweet and everything. Like, she, like, do you remember what what uh, your mom uh, suggested that you do, Aaron?
0: Like, take a walk on the beach or something like that. Isn't that it? <laughs> yeah, he wanted
2: uh, to to take uh, you for a, a romantic walk on the beach, like I like the sunset. And and I was just picturing that whole,
0: like, scene just laughing.
4: My- <laughs> See, problem- I, would, I would have definitely known something was up. That's the problem. That. Yeah, that's like, the, Let's the problem. Let's go take a stroll down yeah. the beach.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Any of those kind of scenarios, I know Darielle is uh, smart enough to realize this is not normal. And then she would be like, something's coming here, you know? Yeah,
4: anything not normal.
0: <laughs> you, you have any questions? Okay. I know Darielle's low on time because she has to go to work. PJ, you got any questions now that she's engaged?
2: Um, questions for Darielle now that she's engaged. Well, do you feel uh, different now that you're engaged? Do you feel like um like this like solidifies your relationship even more or do you feel like, the same? You know, how does it feel? Um
4: I mean as far as the relationship, I felt it was pretty solid before. Um, you know, I didn't really have any doubts. Obviously that's really you know, makes it, um, official, I guess. But no, I guess, you know, one thing I told him earlier when I, when I went out, cause this is, you know, the first day I'm going out with my ring on and, you know, I almost felt like it, it's, you know, a guy repeller <laughs> or repellent, whatever, you know, like kind of like, don't fuck with me. You know, I got a man. Yeah. So I'm sure that makes Aaron feel pretty good knowing that, yeah. uh, yeah. he's branded me and I have you know.
2: And Mark says, well, What about, what about him he, 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 has, he has no brand on him
3: now, though. I think.
4: Yeah, he'll get one soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he'll get one soon. So
3: everybody,
2: like a big scarlet letter on his chest or
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like a big, a big D or, or, or something like
4: that. <laughs> a big D, yeah. Yeah, I'll get him a big necklace, like one of those gold necklaces that, you know black people wear and he'll just <laughs> yeah. wear it he'll wear that. Um, I think that's um, very good yeah no I um, no other than that I mean I don't I don't feel very it was, it was weird and cool calling him my fiance I know yesterday when we were call when we called each other fiance it was uh I don't know it was cool for me
0: you know what's you know yeah. what's funny about that PJ is that calling her my fiance sounds more foreign for some reason, than saying, like, baby mama even, because that's, like, funny, you know? Fiance sounds very, that sounds serious. Baby <laughs> You were just my yeah, baby mama no, before. I
4: like not referring to you as my baby daddy. It's, um, it's a lot more comforting.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward so. to uh, referring to you guys as each
4: other's fiancés, man, no, I like that.
3: Yeah? <laughs>
4: yeah, It'll it'll be different once my name is changed. So, yeah. we just, once we actually get married.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I will be. Uh, I will be getting to spend time with the uh, fiancees in a few days. and looking forward to that tomorrow.
0: A few days tomorrow. I know. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, You know, I'm it's so funny. Dave Palumbo he called me yesterday to congratulate us, and and we were talking on the phone. And he goes, "So is uh is Darielle gonna keep her name Gaines?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't marry her if she was gonna if, if she was that kind of person that wanted to keep her last name. And he's like, he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Well, have you asked her?" And I was like, there's no need to ask her. It's like, it's, it's already a done deal. And, and he's What like,
4: if, like, right before we got married, I had given it some long thought, and I was like, listen, I really want to keep
0: my name. I'd be like, well, we'll wait till you just change your mind to get married. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, you know, that's
2: so funny, uh, because when I first started dating Amber, and she was all caught up in her fucking Amber day. Shirt. That's what he
0: said. That, you're, you're bringing up exact continue, and I'll tell you what he said after. Go ahead.
2: And she was like, Well, I've made a career out of being Amber Day, you know. So <laughs> she's like, I could put the hyphen in you know, like Jessica Pax and Putnam. Right. And I was like, No, fuck you're not we I'm not marrying anybody that's getting a fucking hyphen
0: No in, way, no way. That's um, what Dave said. He's like, What about he's like, What about for her career though? Like everybody knows her as Daryl Gaines and I was like I was like, Nobody come on, Dave. I'm like it's not like she's Miss Olympia or something, you know? And uh, he's like, yeah, but what if they know her? She probably, maybe she's not comfortable with it. And I was like, okay, I'm not even going to ask her. I'm just going to put you on speakerphone. And I put him on speakerphone. I was like, Darielle, you're going to keep your last name or are you going to switch it to my name? And she started laughing because she, she knew that, like, it would be funny to be like, I'm keeping my name. But she couldn't even, she couldn't, she couldn't be serious. And uh, she yeah, told him. It's hard. And he's right. like, well, look at Corey Everson. Corey Everson still, her she's not Everson. I like, and I was like, well, Darielle's not Corey Everson.
2: Yeah, and uh, and it's not like we're like fucking movie stars. No, here, right, right. What, I mean?
0: yeah. Yeah, what does it matter? What does it matter anyway? Even if even if I married Corey Everson, she'd be either changing her name or I wouldn't be marrying her. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Because give me a break. What, yeah. What's the difference? So so now they'll know you instead of Corey Everson. You'll be Corey. You know, whatever. I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah,
4: and I, I'm. I mean, I'm not that well known, anyways. It's not like <laughs> I'm not a. Uh, I don't have that big of a. head. I your, your like name is.
0: Darielle is so memorable. There's not going to be all these different Darielles anyway.
4: I know. I mean, I've thought about just dropping my last name, anyways, and just being Darielle. So yeah, that's that's a really good idea.
0: No, that's not an option either.
4: <laughs> I think that would be an option. <laughs> Listen, you got to compromise.
0: Her middle name. Her middle name is Rose. Darielle Rose. That's a nice name. Darielle.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that could have been your porn star no, that, name.
4: That
2: sounds more like a stripper name. Yeah, though. that's a
0: porn star porn. name. Yeah, that could have been Darielle.
4: Your sister's middle
0: name is also Rose. Yeah, my my little sister is Dina Rose Singerman. Oh, okay. oh. she's a, she's a cutie. Don't even think about it, PJ Braun.
2: <laughs> I've checked out her pictures before. Should not I've, have brought her. I Facebook
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you have. That's disgusting, but I'm sure you have. Well,
2: oh I, I I have enough ju- Julie in my life right now with you, more
0: yeah. than enough. That yeah, that's true. That's true. You're, you're overwhelmed now. You're gonna have two. Two Jews, PJ. You're actually staying in our room, so you're going to be like odd man out. We're going to have- be like uh, I'm going to be like Schindler.
4: Two Jews against one.
0: Um, are we going to have Friday night services, PJ? Are you going to participate? We'll do a little Friday night service.
4: We could do- we'll bring <laughs> you a yarmulke. <laughs> yeah, you want to bring me a yarmulke? I'll definitely what? participate in Friday night service.
0: He- you love to sing. We could what sing is, the um- prayers together.
2: Yeah, I wanted to sing
0: uh, with your dad. Oh, he would love that. My dad loves to sing. He's like oh, ridiculous. Hey, PJ. Yeah, no, I wanted to sing
4: Hey, I have a great idea. When you book your ticket to come down here, you should come do Passover with us.
0: That would be fun. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah.
4: yeah. You should do it. We're doing it at my parents.
0: Is that when you, when
2: you have like the, uh, the shaders? That- yeah, yeah. you never yeah. done that before. Oh, I've
4: never gotten yeah, it's fun. You
0: would love it, PJ. If you and Amber came, you drink drink uh, four glasses of wine, you'll have a good time, a lot of good food. Yeah, yeah
4: it's a no, lot no,
0: of fun. No. Oh, we'll have to talk about and that. And
4: it's in South Florida, which is more fun than Tampa anyways.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff there. Okay, good. good All time. right, Dario, I'm going to let you go. You're going to work, or else we keep you for the rest of the yep, show. We've got lots timing. of topics. All right, so we're going to let you go, and me and PJ will continue on with uh, answering some questions from our Listeners, Darielle.
4: Okay, have fun.
0: I love you and goodbye. Yep.
4: I love you, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, PJ. Good See there. you tomorrow. See you
0: tomorrow. <laughs> bye, bye. All right, PJ. Well, Darielle is always good, isn't she? She's she's very natural on the radio. You there? Um,
2: uh, yes, I'm a big fan of uh, Darielle. You know that, and uh, she knows that as well. I call her my uh, honorary sister i don't just go throwing that around no you know to no. be the, the honorary sister of somebody like me is a pretty big deal so.
3: <laughs> she um,
2: She's obviously very very happy good news it's a celebration we'll, we'll have to celebrate a little bit this weekend although she won't be able to drink no like, give the baby any alcohol.
0: no um but yeah we will we definitely will
2: i will i will dr- i will actually drink for the baby perhaps by the time i'm done drinking we will actually already have a name decided for, for the baby Things like that come out when you drink
0: a lot. You never know. You never know. It could be that could definitely be interesting. You were one of the first proponents of Darielle. You you got to meet her first. Well, you practically met her when I met her at uh, Junior Nationals, and uh, you could tell right away she was the keeper. I mean, I could. I, I know you could too.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously um, she was very pretty, and I thought to myself, like, you know, I wonder how he pulled this off. <laughs> uh, well, I was I was hard on her at first, as you remember. I was not a fan of uh, you or any of my other good friends uh, seriously dating a bikini girl uh, in the industry. Uh, I was wary of the kind of person that she was, but she uh, she, uh, she won me over. Yep. And if she doesn't mind um, uh, me telling, I knew that she was cool uh, when she thought that it was a realistic expectation to think that at the front desk of our hotel, they would have complimentary contact lens solution uh, that they would just give to her because she needed it for, for her contacts.
0: Yeah, and, we, we had fun with that. You later called the front desk asking for uh, size, complimentary small-sized condoms. And we had extra question. small condoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a good time with that. Um, uh, well, uh, P, you know, PJ, this is just interesting because I was just out uh, getting something to eat. The dog, you know, you call him Romstein, but it's really rusty. He, uh, for some reason, he, he has like the sixth sense that he can he can tell when he, we're leaving on a vacation. Maybe he sees stuff getting packed. I don't know what it is. But he's very excited. He knows. I, I really feel like he knows he's going to the doggy hotel for four days because he's out there jumping around acting crazy. And he's normally pretty, like, other than when he meets new people, he's pretty sedentary. So, like, he's running around, jumping around, acting like a lunatic out there. He must uh, realize he's about to go on vacation.
2: He's um he's gonna miss you guys, right? He uh Romstein gets sad no uh, when you're not around. But so he'll a... still have uh he'll still have joke.
0: No, 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 no. That... He won't have any of that. You know, the truth was that Romstein used to Rusty used to get sad when I would leave because he would have nobody to play with. You know, he'd be um he would stay with Mike, who was my roommate at the time, and mm-hmm. uh and he would get like visibly sad and like depressed. And he still would if I leave leave him in the house, but I bring him to a very nice very expensive uh, doggy hotel or it's they don't have like they don't have he doesn't have like a little cage to go in i'm not boarding him he has like a a full room with a couch like he's like got a, a playground outside and he hangs out with the other dogs and now he loves when we leave town because he when he when i drop him off at this place he doesn't even look back i'll be like rest him, come say bye and he'll run away run right to the other dogs mm. so he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck anymore sorry isaac he's excited when we leave <laughs> sorry isaac yeah um, let's get back to some of these questions we got left uh, from our listeners here because uh, we don't have a whole lot of time. I'm on extremely tight time constraints because I have a million other things to do before I leave at 7 in the morning tomorrow. And uh, one of them is dropping Rustim off in the next hour or they'll close, in which case that would be a disaster. Cool. So let's get on with the next questions and um, let's go through these quick. Michael Joshua Ka- Feta? Anyway, sorry, Mike. Mike. Uh, shout out, he wants to say, also, beer, liquor, or mixed drinks when out partying, and what's the best way to prepare for a night out of drinking?
2: Uh, well, I think uh, one of the most important things um, is to make sure you have food in your stomach. Going out on an empty stomach is a major mistake. Um, I like to have a good meal in my system, at least, you know, to fill me up uh, before I go out. it will absorb some of that alcohol a little faster. Increase your uh, longevity. Um, you and I both like to drink vodka. Uh, I like a uh, higher quality vodka, no cheap shit, no pop off, nothing in a plastic bottle. Right, um, right, I used I used to be a use guy until I started hanging out with Aaron, uh, who drinks it straight, uh, like out of a glass. Uh, and uh, I I don't enjoy it out of a glass. Uh, it, there's something about Gray Goose now that that I, I I actually taste a significant difference in it. I don't know how to actually put it, uh, but I, I really like. Uh, I have moved on to and I sent you some. I don't know if you tried it yet. Oh
0: yeah, I finished that bottle. I got another one.
2: I really like Kettle One a lot. It's very pure and it's smooth. Uh, it's like it's like water almost. That's the, yeah, I think um, that's
0: the significant di- di- difference when it's freezing cold. The Kettle One is uh, the liquidy. It's more like waterish. And the Grey Goose, the viscosity, it's a little thicker. It's almost like a, a vodka syrup.
2: Yes, it's syrupy, and I yeah. don't like that. So uh, I, I love the Kettle One. Uh, if I'm at a bar, you know, I'll drink like Kettle One and like Diet Coke. Yes. Um, you know, I'll tell them to put a splash of Coke in it. Otherwise, you're only getting a little bit of vodka in there. You got to be smart with your money right. when you go out drinking. It's right. an expensive night. A little tip that I learned from the boys of Pantera, one of my all-time favorite uh, bands, is Pedialyte. Before you go to bed, they actually thank Pedialyte on the inside of one of their album covers, which I think is hilarious. If you drink a liter of Pedialyte mm-hmm. and take 600 milligrams of Ibuprofen before you go to bed, I promise you your hangover will be significantly better. Uh, it won't completely wipe it away, but it won't be too bad. But you've got to get that liter of, of Pedialyte in Uh, And don't be scared about the ibuprofen in that high of a dose because it's really not that bad. And even if you go on WebMD, they'll actually tell you the same thing. Um, It will significantly help your hangover the next day. Eating a big meal before you go to bed, hit up the diner late night, get some gross food in your body. That will actually help you with the hangover the next day to do, you know, soak up some of that crap in your system. Um, The hangover that you get is because of dehydration. And if you drink those sugary drinks, that will make it even worse. It's another something to think. If you if you keep it pure, a good quality vodka, and uh, something like Diet Coke, your hangover won't be that bad. When you get those mixed drinks going uh, and you're mixing lots of different liquors together, that'll make it
0: significantly worse. I agree with everything you said, PJ. Um, the only thing I would like to add is that f- what I do to get ready to go out to drink is to drink before I go out. I like to, uh, <laughs> do, a little, a I like to do a little pre-gaming. Like you said, you got to save money. So to prepare to go out for drinking, you need to drink before you go out. That's my uh, my one yeah. addition.
2: Two things with that. One, when you go into a, a bar or club sober, it's it's like you're going into like enemy you know enemy, enemy territory, and you don't really have the best arsenal of weapons. On you.
0: Yeah, you're trying are to you find weapons to on the field of battle. You don't want to do that. Yes, yes.
2: Now also, if you are you know a large man uh, who drinks, I don't know even once a week or once every couple of weeks, and you're used to drinking and handling some liquor, if you go to a bar sober and intend on getting drunk, mm. you're spending over $100, no problem. Yeah. And if you get into buying shots for people and stuff like that, you're spending a few hundred dollars. So it makes sense uh, from an economical standpoint to have a little buzz going on before you get there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Andrew Paul kootnick wants to know um, who PJ feels would be the hardest IPB pro to take down in a fight.
2: You know what? That's a really tough question because I'm sure if we did some research, there's probably some guys that are like middleweights or light heavyweights that have like boxing or martial arts backgrounds that we couldn't think of off the top of our head.
0: Let's think of the big, name, to, the big name, the big name guys.
2: If you're just throwing something out, I mean, Robert Bernica has a, has a, a boxing background, I believe, and he is an absolute animal. And his, the sheer strength – of Robert Bernica, I think if you were going to fight him, I feel like you, you would have a hard time. I mean, I've seen him do one-arm uh, overhead dumbbell extensions with 100-pound 100, 100 dumbbells, like, pretty easily. So yeah. uh, I feel like that punch would hurt pretty bad. Um, I, I don't know. Can you think of somebody, like, uh, more of an animal than Robert Bernica?
0: Hmm. That's currently competing. I'm, like, running through the names in my head. You know, I think Victor Martinez in his heyday would probably be pretty tough. I know he is a – I mean, um, he was at least a legit, like, tough guy uh, that grew up on the street and uh, has had to do some serious, you know, uh, fighting and, um, you know, gang-related shit back in the day. Not that he's involved in anything like that now. But he was a tough guy, and everybody says that Victor is, like, a legit tough guy. So, I don't know. Victor probably could – uh, would be tough for you to take down in in his prime. Not right um, now. He, he's probably bucked two oh five.
2: I was thinking a very pissed off Quincy Taylor probably would be Quincy
0: Taylor. Fun. No. Quincy's a big fuck. When he is uh three fifty, three sixty, that dude is scary looking. Yeah, yeah. It will be tough. Did, uh, weren't you there with me when you when when we saw uh I guess we could say David Dubs get uh like smashed into the door by Quincy? <laughs> no,
2: yeah. no I was not
0: you do know that story, though, right?
2: No, I don't. Can you, can you tell it to me real quick? Uh, me,
0: me and Lewis were, uh, with all, I was with all the ALRI guys. I don't know. Now I said David Dubs, so I kind of feel bad because like, I, I don't, I don't want to throw him under the bus. but I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I know he didn't like that this happened, so he probably won't like that I told the story. But um, anyway, David Dubs uh, was working for ALRI at the time, and uh, so it was all the guys, and I was doing a live broadcast. This was at one of the shows that they had me doing a live broadcast, me and Carl, with off topic. And um, I don't really know the whole backstory. And uh, if I did, I probably wouldn't tell you anyway, at least not on the air, but Quincy Taylor was very mad at David dubs for something. And um, I didn't know that he was, I didn't know until this all happened. And we were like all walking back at a group and Quincy goes, uh, Quincy, we saw Quincy and he started walking forward, And I was like, Hey, Quincy, you know, like, you know, we're friends and stuff. So and, and he didn't even make, make eye contact and didn't acknowledge me. And he kept walking, you know, pretty fast, right by me. And I was like, okay. And I saw him grab uh, Dubs and basically pull him off to the side, uh, towards the bathroom, like like drag him towards the bathroom. And David Dubs was like, hey, Quincy, stop, stop, stop. And he pulled him off towards the bathroom, and he was able to basically stop Quincy. He's like, let me talk to you for a second. Hold on, let me talk to you. And um, Quincy screamed at him, and they kind of kind of basically Quincy was yelling at him. You know that was fucked up. The fucked up dude, and um, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Quincy kind of slapped him in the face, and then dro- dro- hit him in the neck, and drove him back into the bathroom, and uh, um, everybody like kind of like choke slammed him in through the door into the bathroom, and I was like, uh oh, <laughs> I was like, this is not good. You know, this is Quincy full size. You know, probably I think he said he was three sixty five at the time or something. You know. Yeah. Uh, and he is, and he's a good six, five or so maybe, maybe six, 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 five, six, six. And, uh, and he looked angry and, uh, he got into the bathroom and basically every ball the LRI guys kind of got in there and they're like telling him, calm down, calm down. And, um, and I think that Quincy would have literally like destroyed him if it weren't for like the few normal people that were in the hotel lobby that started like screaming and stuff and calling for security. And then Quincy like saw it kind of saw what was happening. And I think maybe it was even Lewis, the big sexy, was saying, Quincy, they're calling security. And he, like, I guess that, you know, took him out of whatever kill mode he was in. And he kind of turned around, and he was like, you know, we'll deal with this later. And he kind of moved off quickly towards the elevators and got in the elevators and left. And I remember... That's crazy. And Dubs is like, Dubs is like, I, I couldn't help my own, right? I, I held my own. And everybody's like, nah. <laughs> everybody's like, nah, not really. You know? That's funny. Yeah, I'm surprised you never heard that story before.
2: No, I didn't. Man, Uh, 365, pissed off, Quincy Taylor, that's a large man coming at you.
0: Yeah, that is a large man coming at you, that's for sure. Keith Allen wants to know, being single again, what are your opinions? How many dates and how long should it be before sex comes into play? Uh,
2: This is another one that I'd like my uh, my precious Amber, although she knows a little bit. uh, She should probably not listen to this part, but... Just about every date that I've ever been on uh, in my single life uh, was a sex date or a one-night stand. Uh, I actually wouldn't take a girl on a date um, unless I was uh, very, very interested in her and actually liked her.
0: You would invite Uh, them. You invite them to your house. You're like, come over and watch a movie. That's your line.
2: Yeah. Come over and watch a movie means I am too lazy to even leave and do anything nice for you. So just come here and have sex with me. Yeah. Um, if I actually liked a girl enough to take her out to dinner, then I really didn't care about having sex. Um, and that wasn't very often because I had found that if I didn't like a girl, uh, sitting through dinner with her was uh, absolutely just horrible for me. Right. Thinking uh, of other things that I could be doing. Um, Amber was like one of the last girls that uh, I actually like hung out with without having sex with because I really liked her and didn't care. Uh, about that before that you know my objective was to have sex so if i didn't think i was going to have sex um i wouldn't really uh be hanging out with you and uh if if it wasn't guaranteed i would certainly talk my way into it which is one of my stronger points
0: <laughs> i uh, know i know what you do to talk your way into it too i'm not i won't give away all your uh, your secrets and i don't want amber yeah, there's to hear but to. but there i um, know uh, i'm know
2: saving you. that
0: for the book i'm yeah. saving that for the book saving it for the book <laughs> i agree with you i think that i'm and I'm not even talking about industry girls. I want to make that clear. I'm sure that industry girls, it's the same. But my regular dates with regular girls, surprisingly, almost, I mean, I really almost want to say always ended in, uh, in sex. And I think that part of that has to do with when you get older, if you're dating girls that are older and you don't know their friends and they don't know your friends, what would stop them? If they're interested enough to go out with you or to do something with you and they want to see, you know, go if they, and they, they are attracted to you. What would stop them from uh, from doing that? You know what I mean? Yep. Because exactly. nobody's going to think she's a slut. You know, maybe they're worried that they think maybe you will think they're a slut. But obviously, you know, I, my advice to Keith would be to you know to make sure they don't think that you're, you think that they would be a slut. You know what I mean?
2: Our, our, our female listeners, and I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to all the guys that are listening to this. Cause I'm fucking you over right now. I'm sorry, Isaac. But if you really like a guy, don't have sex with him. Make him work. He will like you so much more. If you have sex with him on the first date he's just gonna think how many other guys did you do that with and you killed it you killed the whole chase right there you know so, remember you know I don't I'm sorry, I'm, I just screwed over but it is true
0: you know I'm not I'm not with you on that I've never I know that's how you are and I've told you this before I'm not uh, as much like that as you are like I would not say that just because a girl has sex with me right away that I wouldn't still be interested in them you know I don't I don't like think about it that way like how many other guys has this girl been with? You know, I know that's how you think. But uh, for me, I, I never really care.
2: Have you ever just met a girl, hit it off with her, had sex with her, and then had a serious relationship with her after that? Yes. When?
0: A few times. I don't think so. I mean, Daryl and I were talking before we met. But, you guys I mean,
2: were talking uh, for a while online.
0: Yeah, we were talking a while online. So you're saying like never – like we just meet somewhere or it's like we have no relationship whatsoever beforehand. Yeah, okay. Um, with, when I dated Letitia when I was – I was only 21, by the way. Letitia's – you've you seen pictures of her? Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, I dated her from the time I was 21 to like 24. We lived together. I met her at a club and uh, believe it or not, we were both doing ecstasy. met her at a club. Went to her house and you know things happened and uh, we stayed together and lived together for three years.
2: Interesting, interesting. That that shows you uh, the Jewish skewed perspective. <laughs> uh,
0: Anything that's not it doesn't agree with PJ Broad is obviously wrong, right? <laughs> obviously, I
2: always tell like my friends that are girls when they when they're asking me for advice on whatever guy that they're starting to like. I always tell them, don't have sex, don't have sex yet. Um, and the ones that listen to me uh, usually fare better than
0: the ones that don't. Eh, I think that's probably usually true because I think probably most guys are are more like you than are more like me. You know, I know it's more common. Well, a lot of times, guys just want to get the sex, right? You know? Sure, sure. They'll,
2: they'll tell you. will tell you what you want to hear to get the sex. If they really, really like you, they'll deal with it. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Uh, Greg Tuba wants to know how did PJ and Aaron first meet, and um, let me give you my recollection, and then you could tell me if. This is the same as you remember. Okay? Okay. So yep. uh, I believe this was the Arnold in uh, 2009 or 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, PJ was working the Species booth. I already knew P- who PJ was from um, from Dave Palumbo and, uh, you know, pictures on the internet. I- I've been a fan of bodybuilding, even though I haven't been involved with the industry since I was 13. So almost everybody who is, um, who is out there... Through those years, through ninety the 90s through now, I, I've pretty much kept up with him. PJ made a name for himself pretty early. So I knew who he was. I remember seeing him at the Species booth and thinking, holy God, this guy is holding a lot of water. <laughs> I, remember, I was like, this is a big, bloated man. Uh, I was impressed with how big you were, but I was like, Jesus, he's holding a lot of water. Because you did not I, I looked at you, and I, the last picture I remembered of you, you were in contest shape. So this was like yeah. the PJ broad that was like trying to be as big as possible. So you were like, I don't know, people. People always think you weigh more than you do because you look deceptively big, but you were two eighty or something at the at that time, and you looked like you were three ten, and you were very very. I was, was two seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah, and you were it looked like you weighed three ten, full of water. I mean, your faceless, humongous. Your obviously your arms were humongous. There wasn't a vein on your whole body, and um, I remember being like, oh. This, this. I,
2: was, um, I I I look back on that that one year that I did that,
0: and it humiliates me. You were, and you were still wearing, rocking the string tank top, the species string tank top, I believe.
2: Yes, I, I always I wear what I like to wear, no matter what. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, you didn't give a fuck. Maybe you thought you looked good at the time. I don't remember. I mean, we didn't talk about no, that. No,
2: I really didn't. I actually, it's so funny because me and Evan used to talk about how fat we were to each other cuz Evan was 318 he was a monster and i'm like training with him every day and i'm like i got to get as big as him and i'm force feeding myself to the point where I, I was like ready to throw up my meals and never for one year i force fed
0: myself and
2: i actually the sad thing is i tried to make myself look like that i actually tried to look like a swollen fat gross
0: well beast. i mean to let's be honest i can't say anything about that because I was uh, pretty big and fat and swollen myself at the time. Although I looked at you and thought that I must be in better shape than you.
2: Yes. Cause you have a taller, uh, bigger structure so you could hold the weight dispersed a little better.
0: Yeah. Um, well, well
2: know, my face I'm was, fired, my
0: face was I mean, humongous too though. If you remember.
2: Yes. I loved your, when your face was like really
0: that. <laughs> so I was the bear Jew. Yes. the bear,
2: <laughs> bear
0: Jew. Um, um, so how do you that was, that was a uh
2: I, I when I look at those pictures from that year I, I am disgusted with myself
0: it's funny because both me and you have extremely like ridiculously fast metabolism so it just shows you how hard um we had to work to get to like that I mean um just to give you an idea it and Daryl doesn't like this because it makes my ex-girlfriend Amy sound good but this is just I mean she did do good with this one thing she would I would wake up in the morning and she would cook me uh, six chocolate chip pancakes, eight eggs with cheese, and then before, when I'd fit, I'd have to like force it down because that's a lot of food. She would make me a, a, a true mass weight gain drink and she would watch me drink it. So I would eat 8,000, 3,000 calories in the morning for breakfast. Every morning she would do that. Um, that's probably the best thing about her, but you know, she did do that every morning. And uh, and that was just like one of, you know, three or four more meals that were equally large.
2: Yeah. Oh man, I used to drink these shakes you know I was using the species products and I I would do like two scoops of their protein two scoops of their waxy maize and I would just pour I wouldn't even measure it I just pour some macadamia nut oil into the shake and I would I would drink three of those a day on top of my six or seven big meals that I was eating every day um it it would be to the point where I would like burp up the chalky waxy maize it was just not staying down anymore I actually uh, was was so excited to start dieting. Uh, like People usually dread their dieting, but I, I couldn't take eating like that anymore, and I'll how, never do that ever again.
0: How fast did you uh, drop weight? I mean, obviously, this is the thing. If people are listening, and they're like, "Huh, oh, maybe I should do that. Let me just tell you, from my experience and for almost everybody else I know that has done that, when you diet down the process of dieting, you lose any of that extra muscle you gained from doing the excess calories. You lose because you have to lose so much fat, and because your hormones, there's a whole hormone cascade that goes along with being that fat and holding that much water. Yeah. So when you diet, you have to, shit has to get back, turn back to normal. So you don't gain as much muscle, and you lose fat, you lose muscle in faster because your your shit's just not right. Yep,
2: it was it was counterproductive. It's interesting. I was so fat, that uh, at the at the time, uh, I had followed a, I decided to follow a ketogenic diet under Dave's guidance. And in the first two weeks, I lost 24 pounds. That just shows you <laughs>
3: wow.
2: how much gross water and shit I was holding. Uh, and, and the sad thing about the whole process was I've never had to do that much cardio. And I've never had to really diet that hard to get in shape. Uh, and I had to do, I believe I was doing two 45-minute sessions of cardio for like the last month. And dieting very hard. Um, uh, you know, Dave was really suffering me. And just telling me that my ass was fat every time he saw me.
3: (laughs) Uh, And that
2: that was the hardest I ever dieted to, by the end, after all that, I I was only a couple of pounds, like two or three pounds bigger than I was the year before uh, in about the same condition. So for all that hard work and all that suffering, uh, all for nothing, uh, I'll never, ever do that again, ever. And I, I don't let my clients do that either when I see my clients starting to get fat, I tell them straight up, listen, you're fat. I can't let you get any fatter. Uh, you'll thank me for it in the long run. I know you like to eat, but if you get to the point where you can't even see your abs anymore, you're taking it too far.
0: Yeah. What was your recollection of meeting me?
2: Um, You know, what's really funny is uh, when I met you, I thought you looked exactly how you did in your picture, in <laughs> in your default picture that you used uh, at the time. So as you were coming over to me, uh, I already knew who you were because I would seen your default picture so many times. And you introduced yourself, and I was like, I know who you are, Uh, actually. And uh, you actually um, got me uh, and a few of my friends. Who did I ask you? I asked you to put Trade View Brewer, a few people uh, on the guest list. Uh, to get into the after party. Because you already had the after party
3: hookups.
2: So <laughs> and uh, you got us in. You got me and, and the people I was with in. And I was like, this guy is okay. I like
0: him. <laughs> <it." laughs> That's funny. Incidentally, by the way, I'm not doing that for the after party. Yet. I'm entirely too busy. So I only ha- I have no tickets to give out at the Arnold for that. I have t-shirts, but no tickets. Sorry.
2: Oh, my God. Last year, this kid, this creepy, weird kid. Oh, that
0: was so weird
2: hovering around me like, can you get Aaron to get me in to the after party? And he was like 17
0: you? or 18 or something.
2: I was like, how old are you? He was like, what, is, what does it matter, man? I'm cool. And I was like, no, seriously, how old are you? He was like 17. I'm like, I don't know, dude. Go talk to Aaron. <laughs> yeah, and of course you
0: had to send him over. He's like, please, can you? Please
2: he was hovering around the booth without exaggerating. He was there the whole day waiting just to talk to you. And, and he was like, but you can get me in, right? I'll just, if I sneak in with you guys, nobody's gonna the same thing to me. I'm cool, I'm cool. Dude, I just wanna party. And I was like, <laughs> I knew that you weren't gonna get him in. No. I just wanted him to leave me alone. I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know where he is. You can talk to him, but uh, I can't do anything for you. I was like, I have no power at all. I have absolutely zero power. Are you
0: happy that you're not gonna be uh, stuck in a booth this year?
2: So happy. Um, some people may like that. in in the beginning of my career, I I actually loved it. Uh, But this is going to be, I can't even believe this, this is going to be, I think, my seventh year in a row going to the Arnold.
0: Wow, that is impressive. Um,
2: And my first year I didn't work. I went as a spectator. Um, And actually, kind of funny, my girlfriend at the time actually was working for Dave. uh, And I wasn't working. So it's kind of like tagging along with her. And um, doing my own thing and having fun, just going around, meeting people, and looking at all the freaks and shit. Um, and then after that, I work every year, and it's a long, tiring day. You just stand in one spot all day long, and it's just – everybody that works it will tell you it's a, it's a madhouse, and it's a, it's a tiring day. I'm really looking forward to just actually walking around and, and seeing things and, and uh, talking to my friends and enjoying the show. Uh, Rather than trapped in that one spot the whole entire weekend,
0: yeah, it's going to be a different experience for you. That's for sure. And you have, and you, I have to tell everyone that, uh, and you can thank me publicly. You have a all access backstage pass, which is not like the expo pass. You have a very high quality VIP press pass to this event.
2: Very excited. Uh, This is like, obviously, this and the Olympia are the. The two premier shows in the sport. If there was one, you know, I've been backstage at shows before, but never a show of this caliber. Uh, so I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. And my my, my good friend uh, Evan, who is my choice to win the show, I'm gonna be able to watch him from you know great seats and and be really you get to great. watch him pump so, up.
0: That's the that's the cool thing about Donald. Yeah, Arnold, yeah.
2: I'm excited, man. I'm really, really excited. The backs. Um, let me let me it's explain.
0: For people who don't know, the backstage area at the Arnold is different than any other uh, show. Now, the only show I've not been backstage at is the Olympia because they only let weeder personnel back there. Uh, So unfortunately, at least at this point, I've never been able to go back there because they haven't expanded that into any other media. I guess you could get like a special invite. I mean, I've seen people uh, like some of the bodybuilding.com people go back there. And I think maybe I think Steve Blackman was back there last year. So maybe one day we'll get back there. But um, the Arnold is... Got to be the best. I mean, I can't imagine. I've seen the Olympia stuff on videos. The Arnold actually, they have something called the Brem Room. And that's what you have, a Brem Room pass. That means you can go into the pump-up room where they actually have a whole bunch of free weight equipment. A very good selection. All in the middle of this big, huge room. And um, that's where everybody pumps up. They also have a a warm-up area for the strongmen. And they'll be doing the circus dumbbell. So you'll see them practicing with the circus dumbbell. And they drop it. It makes a huge bang. You get to see all the guys up close. And you can walk into the area and talk to the guys and, and the girls. It's the same way they do the, all the fitness warm ups, and the, the figure girls are back there in the bikini. And uh, it's really neat to be back there because they have a big flat screen. So you can see what's going on on stage when you're backstage. So uh, most of the play by play is done actually backstage on the big screen, not uh, up front in the seats. Um, so, like at the prejudging, we might go back and forth, or we'll sit in the seats for a little while. But in reality, being backstage is uh, better because you see the show going on back there with people getting ready, and you can also see the show on a big screen, which is as good as sitting anywhere. So cool. So awesome. Very exciting. It's, that's that's the highlight of the whole thing because you get to be um, much more involved uh, at this show. And then every single uh, industry person is back there usually, so there's a lot of people to talk to, a lot of schmoozing going on. You know, It's great networking, so it'll be fun for us.
2: Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited for this. This will be my funnest Arnold,
0: definitely, by far. All right, um, we're going to end the show now, PJ, but before we go, uh, Chris Pitcher wants to know, what's going on with Piglet? Is uh, Piglet in California? Where where is Piglet? And who the hell is Piglet, in case people don't know?
2: Very, very sad. Um, When I went home to get Piglet and bring him back, um, my brother uh, and his girlfriend... Um, have kind of, uh, decided that they basically adopted him while he was gone, which I I said I was going to take him back. You know, you're not getting him, he's not a cat. They even went, uh, as far as changing his name to Norman.
0: No way, no way.
2: They put him on a diet and he lost like five pounds because they felt that he was fat and that, uh, Piglet was a fat cat's name and so they named him Norman, uh, to which I said to them, Norman from Shears was a fat ass, but they were too young to get that joke. Um... And uh so now they named him Norman, to which he responded to Norman, which blew my mind, and I was calling him in the Piglet voice, it was really sad, asked Amber and he wouldn't come near me, he just sat next to Chelsea, my brother's girlfriend, and just looked at me like like fuck you. you. You you fucking left me to go to California, you hippie piece of shit. And I was like I was talking to him in the Piglet voice and I was like <laughs> I was like, Taylor, are you upset with me because you
3: think I abandoned you like my dad abandoned me? Oh.
2: And uh, he just kind of, like, turned his head and, and walked away from me, like, in disgust. Um, and I was so upset, and I, uh, Chelsea picked him up, and, and, you know, he lets her pick him up and everything, and uh, he doesn't usually let people do that other than me. And she brought him over to me, and he started hissing, like he didn't even want to come near me, and, and ran away. Um yeah. And uh, so I decided to uh, let her keep him because she loves him so much and he hates me now. Um, and my mom was, like, kind of giving me a hard of time. Like, don't take him, him back from Chelsea. Get another effing cat. Jesus. He um, ever wants a snake, which is a much easier pet to take care of uh, than a cat. Uh, and kind of a unique and cool pet. So we're, we're probably going to get a snake. I want to get an albino, um, boa or python. They're cool. Um so we're working on that right now. But uh Piglet uh divorced me. He divorced remember when that kid when we were kids, there was that kid that divorced his parents and it was Yeah. Like you. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh Piglet d- divorced me.
0: That's sad, PJ. I'm sorry for you.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 sad, but you know, he, he's in a good place and and, my, and uh my brother's girlfriend is like the sweetest, sweetest girl and she loves him and takes good care of him, so he's in good hands.
0: Good. Well that's good to hear. Oh, well, next time you come, you go back to see your folks. You, you should have done a video of that one. That would have been great to have, like, the, the piglet. Yeah,
4: we wanted to.
2: she wouldn't even come out of the room. He was, oh. like, terrified
0: of me. Well, I can understand that, but that's a shame. Um All right, PJ, that's it for the show this week. I'm very proud of us for doing this one day before the Arnold. I literally must go immediately to take the dog to the dog hotel, or the dog hotel will close the doors, and I don't know what we'll do. So, I must go. The show will be up tonight. Um, well, it'll be uploaded tonight. It'll probably be you'll be listening to this on Thursday. And uh, at that point, me and PJ will already be at the Arnold Sports Festival. And I strongly suggest that you guys check out PJ's and my Twitter. PJ's is Braun Fitness. Mine is Aaron Singerman. Both of them are one word. Um, to find out where we're doing, where we're at, if you guys are there. Also, you Can see all the pictures. We'll be taking pictures and stuff. We're going to be doing a lot of video for Iron Mag Labs. Uh, a lot of that will be on my YouTube page and on Facebook. So check us out. And uh, if you want to get with PJ to do some training, whether it be for a contest or just to look good, it's PJ pjbrawnfitness at yahoo.com. Or if you want to reach me, ju Jew, baca at rxmuscle.com. And uh, for this week, that's number 15 in the can, PJ. You ready? Ready for the Arnold?
2: Yep, We're gonna be a whirlwind. We're gonna let it down. I
0: heard some sneezing that time. How many times have you sneezed to the show?
2: Um, during the break, I let some sneezes out. I've been doing a good job of trying to um, turn away from the phone or actually run away while you're talking to sneeze. I'm impressed. Um, but it's been nonstop all day.
0: I'm impressed. Good job, PJ. Good job. good job. All right, PJ, get those fucking songs for me right away so that I can put the show out. I'm
2: coming. Right have one in mind.
0: Okay, get a second uh, song. Thank you to uh, OrbitNutrition.com, IronMagLabs.com, and our brand new sponsor, ErgoPep.com. Check them all out. Support us by supporting the sponsors. Thanks, guys. Good night.
4: Thanks, guys. I don't mind stealing bread. From the mouths of decades. But I can't
3: feed all the
1: powerless when my cup's already
3: overfilled. Yeah. But it's on the table
1: of fire's cooking the farm and baby will sleep